Perfect Talk is what it do. It's your guy, DJ Playboy. You know we holding it down on another episode, man. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. On this episode, we got to talk about your girl, Jada Pinkett Smith, dropping a tell-all memoir. Who she throwing underneath the bus? You know who. Also, we got to talk about your man DJ Envy responding to allegations of being part of a real estate Ponzi scheme. And also, we got to talk about Mia Khalifa losing her Playboy and podcast deal because of comments that she made over the conflict overseas. That and much, much more. Perfect talk, baby. Perfect talk is what it do. It's your guy DJ Plucka Plucka Playboy back in the building with y'all for another episode of the Perfect Talk podcast. Back with y'all. Happy to be here. Blessed to be here, man. Life is good. Let's get right into it click a spotlight story you know how we start every show off man i got some things to talk about man shout out to the bet awards it passed uh this past week it was going down man you know what i mean a great show i'm very happy i'm very pleased with what i saw but i do got some gripes i do got a couple things that i gotta say wtf <laughs> you know what i mean let's get right into it man uh first one was kendrick lamar you know what I mean? They they Kendrick Lamar cleaned up at the BET Awards as he you know rightfully uh, should have had about four awards uh, throughout the broadcast. One of them stuck out to me, and it was the uh, the Hip Hop Artist of the Year award that Kendrick won. Um, Kendrick was up against Twenty One Savage, Burner Boy, Cardi B, Drake, Glorilla, and J Cole. Well, not to mention uh, Little Uzi Vert as well. Kendrick won, and to me. I get, you know, wanting to give people their flowers and wanting to make sure that, you know, p- people are honored. But to give Kendrick Hip Hop Artist of the Year feels like that was a lazy award. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. Kendrick did drop a dope album. And um, it was impactful, you know, to some people, depending on how you look at it. He had a great tour that followed that um, and did his thing. But Hip Hop Artist of the Year, when he's going up against 21 Savage, who released the album, Drake, who released the album, you know, they both did it together. Um, Burner Boy, Glorilla, you know, who everybody is quoting and, and, and rapping Glorilla songs. Uh, J. Cole, who didn't drop an album, but is featured on everything and is killing every single feature that he's on. And Lil Uzi Vert, who questionably had, you know, the number one song of the year with I Just Wanna Rock. So I don't know, like, I feel like if you want us to take award shows seriously, especially in our community, really put some thought into the award, you know what I mean? Um, I would have definitely gave that one maybe to Uzi or J. Cole, to be honest with you. And also, I feel like sometimes you don't got to be doing 500 different awards. Just you, If you want to have a show just to celebrate hip-hop, just to celebrate, you know, what y'all do, do that. But... If you're going to give awards, put some actual thought behind it. Because another example of this was uh, the Hip Hop Platform of the Year Award. And this one went to uh, Carisha Please, hosted by Young Miami. Carisha Please was up against All Hip Hop, Hip Hop DX, Drink Champs Podcast, Million Dollars Worth of Game, Rap Caviar, Breakfast Club, Joe Budden Podcast, and Double XL. Now, Charlemagne the God, <laughs> you know what I mean, had some opinions about this. Uh, he did not think that Carisha Please should have won. Uh, and best hip-hop platform, Carisha Please. We got to stop. Hmm? Salute to Carisha. Love young Miami to death. But th- come on now. Two years in a row. Yes. Well, come last year she now. tied with Drink Champs. I like uh, you know, he also went on a joke if the award was sponsored by Deleon because you know of her connection, Young Miami's connection to uh, Diddy. It was, it was, 
interesting. You know what I mean? Charlemagne wasn't the only one uh, who felt like this. Nori decided to drop a tweet. Nori's tweet read, so nobody gonna say nothing about the podcast slash media award. Okay, me either. You know, kind of a stab at Young Miami. Now, I, I do kind of agree with Nori and, and Charlemagne in the sense that there were not enough episodes in the past year of Carisha Please to do that. If they really wanted to give Young Miami the award, they should have maybe named it Interviewer of the Year because, you know, her interviews, go, her interviews go viral all the time. Um... I don't know, yeah. <laughs> I'd go with interviewer of the year other than that, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe rapper turned podcaster of the year, if you want to go with that. But to say it's the platform when every single platform that she went up against drops daily, if not five days a week, if not once a week, for her to be dropping like, you know what I mean, as many as she dropped in the past year, I think that's reach. She also tied with Drink Champs for last year, so it's kind of like a double, a double win two years in a row. You know what I mean? Um, well, she did not appreciate the shade that Charlemagne set her, her way and responded to Charlemagne the God by saying very eloquently, y'all leave me TF alone. <laughs> um, also went on, you know, the people that had hate and, and things like saying that. She said, uh, damn, y'all hate me bad, but God keep blessing me and had two blushing emojis along with that. Now, shout out to Young Miami. I love what she's doing. Like I said, I think interviewer of the year, maybe I'd be more in the support of that. Um, but if you're going to make it platforms and actually have radio shows, websites, podcasts that come out on the weekly, or a, a radio show that comes out on the daily on there, I don't know if that's the crown that she should have been bringing home. But shout out to everybody that did their thing at the BET Awards and um, keep supporting, you know, everything that BET does because that's the culture right there and we got to, you know, keep showing love. But I'm going to hold y'all, I'm going to hold y'all accountable. You know what I mean? I'm going to shine the spotlight on you. You know what I mean? Let's put the spotlight story. Let's keep it going, baby. And let's get right into my next segment. My favorite segment is called Have You Heard? I took a couple headlines that have been out there, you know what I mean? And I'll bring them to the forefront and see if you heard. And this week, everybody has something to say about Jada Pinkett's new book called Worthy by Jada Pinkett Smith. And uh, she's been on the press tour, you know what I mean, doing her thing. I don't even know if she's been on a tour. I've just seen the one clip <laughs> that she's been doing, the the one interview I think she did with, uh, not Robin, Robin, or oh, Hoda, Hoda, yeah, from the Today Show. Um, yeah, it, it, Jada, Jada dropping bombs, but Jada knows how, she got to sell books. She know how to sell books. And that's, by even just this press tour has just been so revealing you know you learn things like jada being a drug dealer growing up jada growing up in a house where drugs were um you know used by her parents you know what i mean so she saw a lot of things at a young age was involved with a lot of things at a young age that we didn't all know about you know what i mean um but there's a lot of things that came out in this past week a lot of people have been, been hating you know what i mean sending some shade towards jada you know mainly because uh they don't feel like what she's been putting out there has been painting will smith in the best light uh, things from saying that she was surprised by the slap that happened between Chris Rock, uh, the bombshell that she dropped by saying they've been separated since about 2016, excuse me, 2016, the um, secret separation because they wanted to keep a promise to not ever get divorced, which I just want to say is to each his own, but I, that's kind of weird, <laughs> you know what I mean, like to go through, I get it, to maybe not want to get the divorce thing, but then to like keep a public persona that you are, even though you're trying to live lives separately. 
I I don't know. I there's no I that's just weirdo activity to me. I can't describe it. Um, but you know what I mean. Also, I can't hold her accountable in the sense that she's releasing this in a book. I didn't. She wasn't. She decided it's time to let people know. So it is what it is. You know what I mean. I can't knock her. But definitely, a lot of people make it making it seem like she's uh making your boy Will Smith look like a kind of a cuck out here. Um, even by by just saying how surprised she was and thinking that it was a skit. <laughs> that you know what I mean the slap that happened uh saying she was shocked when Will Smith called her his wife when he was talking to Chris Rock saying she was shocked by that no oh, it make Will Smith look kind of crazy <laughs> make it look like look a little nutty out here man what's going on in these streets um but Jada does have to sell a book you know what I mean Jada does have to make these headlines cuz you know what I mean that that's what you do with these books like you know what I mean? Uh, Prince Harry had to throw his entire family under the bus, to, you know what I mean, to sell his book. You know what I mean? So people do it since the days of Superhead's book coming out. It's, it's, if you're going to make a tell-all, you're going to tell-all. You're going to drop all them gems. You're going to drop all them bars. And you're not really going to worry about how it looks. You know what I mean? It makes me think that maybe him and Will aren't on the best terms. You know what I mean? Which makes it even weirder that you guys are showing up to award shows together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, sometimes people hold on to that that public persona what people think uh who really knows what's going on on the other side of that another bomb shutter she dropped was that chris rock tried to holler <laughs> you know what i'm saying one of them years when we was hearing the rumors about will and jada getting divorced she said she got a call from chris rock and you know he was like what up i'd like to take you out she was like what do you mean he was like well aren't you and will getting divorced and she was like no chris those are just those are just rumors Damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, goes on to call Tupac her soulmate in this book, even though she said, you know, they never really had the the romantic thing happen. Uh, if there was such thing as past lives, I definitely think Pac and I have traveled a few together in various forms. She said that it was kind of friendship, love, chemistry with the rapper, and there's no other way that she would describe it. It was almost like God made us that way. It was like, look, will you put y'all together? Y'all going to be a dynamic duo. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to make it so y'all not going to be able to get together because that just wasn't the purpose. I think it's going to be a, bu- a good book. You know what I mean? I think um, it's going to definitely open up some light. And maybe this is Jada's form of healing, so I really can't judge it. I don't, I don't like I said, she, she's getting slayed and she's getting looked a certain type of way. I seen two weeks ago, Funkmaster Flex said that she's the worst kind of woman because <laughs> she was supporting Keefy D getting arrested for Tupac. Um... But I mean, that's her friend. That's her childhood friend. That's that's like Faith Evans writing a tweet celebrating Biggie's got locked up. You know what I mean? You're not gonna tell her, nah, focus on your new man. He he's still alive. Like that was a little wild. I thought for Funkmaster Flex, but I think it's also easy to make um, Jada a target. You know what I mean? And obviously, you coming out with a tell-all book. You dropping stuff about Tupac. He's not alive to really defend himself. Um, she said, I think one of the things she dropped was like Tupac proposed to her while he was in Rikers. Um, but, you know, he ain't really here to, to confirm or deny it. So it is going to make Jada an easy target for people to come at. Um, Will isn't really speaking out on a lot of things as, as of the time I'm recording this. Who knows by the time this comes out, maybe he might have dropped a statement. But it's really just, like I said, I, it's Jada's part of the story to say. So I can't tell her how to use it, how to use her story, how to come out with it, what she should say, what she shouldn't say, what she should keep hitting. Cause she lived it. She went through it and it's, it's hers to talk. You know what I mean? Um, 
but she also is gonna have to take what comes with it, right? She also gonna have to take how people receive it, how it looks, and all that. And to be the person that you know really wanted to be open, and to the point where y'all entanglements needed a, a red table talk to let the whole world know what was going on, is is coming across a little like, well, damn, you you dropping this now to sell books, but you you was you was keeping it hidden before when it wasn't book time, you know what I mean? So. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully Jada drops some numbers out there though with the book sales and keeps doing the thing. We'll see what's going on out here, man. But but shout out to Will, man. I will, I want to see Will bounce back. <laughs> I want to see Will find him like a, you know, what I mean, a young tenderoni out there and uh you know, just go off into the sunset the right way. End this story the right way. You start off as the first prince. We got to see this end up better than this cuz this ain't looking great for your man Will Smith out here, man. Have you heard radio personality DJ Envy is being named as a part of a Ponzi scheme that took money from investors in the form of real estate ventures. Uh, so much to the point that DJ Envy in this past week felt that he needed to talk after NBC dropped the I-Team investigation reporting about him and his business partner, Cesar Pena. Um, now, I'm familiar with Cesar Pena because Envy was bigging him up all the time, bringing him up as a guest on the show. They were doing seminars together, I believe, for real estate um, but it looks like Caesar might have been doing some backhanded activities, taking people's money, not coming back on the investments, disappearing on people. And obviously, if you're the face, right, if you're the celebrity, if you're the, the reason that Caesar got this platform, a lot of people are going to look at you like, what's good with Envy? And I think that's what's happening. A lot of people are looking at Envy's connection like, yo, you big this guy up. You gave basically gave him promotion. You introduced him to a lot of people. And then some of those people he stole he stole from. So it's looking a little sideways. One of the gentlemen here, his name was Jose Santiago. He's saying uh, the pitch was to invest in rundown properties that'll be renovated and flipped for money. The promised return would be up to 30% in the profits. In some cases, Caesar didn't even own the properties, including one that Santiago he took $200,000 of equity from their Florida home to finance the project in. Uh, Santiago was told profits would come within four months, but never saw a dime. Right now, he's paying interest right now every month, and he has nothing. Uh, Nigel Chamberlain claims he was uh, conned by Caesar as well. He invested $235,000 into the same Patterson property, along with homes in Hawthorne and Maplewood that each required $300,000. And come to find, according to Chamberlain, um, there were other people that were investing in those same properties, and it was a scam. It was a lie. A lot of people, you know what I mean? It looks like they were taken advantage of, and they, they've been out, you know, from thousands to hundreds of thousands to some people millions of dollars uh and envy even said that he was out of money you know he's been taken advantage of by caesar uh but he definitely did want to come on the radio you know what i'm saying and drop what he said so even saying that his attorneys told him not to speak out about it Charlemagne even telling him not to speak out about it but you know he said he he, he felt like this right here seminars and brought industry professionals to all these seminars whether it was real estate agents from different markets, contractors, uh, conventional lenders, hard money lenders. I even brought auction.com to actually show people how to purchase houses online. That's what I wanted to do for my people. Now, Caesar, if he took money, I wasn't privy to it, nor did I even know. But I do understand how people feel if they did give him money because I gave him a lot of money. Jesus. That I didn't see a dollar of return. Now, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm full disclosure. I'm a fan of The Breakfast Club. I watch, you know what I mean, a lot of the stuff they put out. I listen to a lot of their episodes. Um, 
in there, you know, he says that him and Caesar did seminars. He says the reason he wouldn't do those seminars would really help the community learn about something we didn't know. And if, I kind of do think that Envy was being genuine. You know what I mean? I, I think he really did want to help out. He he's made money doing something. I think he really wanted to do it. And he might have just got caught up with the wrong people. But the problem with it is, like, when you're on a platform that big and you're pulling in so many people and your name holds that much weight, it's like how much of this got to be put on Envy, you know what I mean? And uh, I guess even iHeart, right? Is that I've heard that, you know, lawsuits might be coming their way because of just the platform allowing this to go on. Um, so really just a sign of watch out who you who you hang around, you know what I mean? It's, it's a cautionary tale. Like, your friends could pull you down. Your friends could get you in trouble. Your friends could shame the name that you spent years building up. And it's something that, uh, DJ Envy's dealing with right now. Um, but justice will prevail, you know what I mean? And, and, and if he can prove that he wasn't involved, that he was part of the victims, uh, 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 instead of being one of the conspirators, uh, you know, I think he'll be all right, but it's, it is hard. And I see why Envy felt the need to speak out because it is hard to be losing in the court of public opinion. Um, especially when you believe that your intentions were in the right place. So we're going to let this one play out. And I definitely will keep y'all informed. You know what I mean? I've been hearing about this for months uh, that's been going on. People talking out about Caesar and definitely connecting Envy with it. And and I really didn't even want to speak about it. But the fact that, you know, it hit NBC and that Envy actually spoke about it made me feel a little bit more comfortable bringing it to this platform because I don't want to bring y'all nothing without the facts. You know what I'm saying? And um, I want to make sure that, you know, we got all the facts and everything spoken about. But, yeah, you can look it up yourself. I mean, there's a couple of people that said that they've been taken advantage of. Um, Caesar is not speaking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I did see on the news this week his wife had said something. I'm not sure why. But, you know what I mean? Caesar's definitely staying quiet at the advice of his lawyers. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully everything works out. Uh, for envy it is sad though man because i i did not you know get involved with anything that they were doing but it was definitely made me feel a sense of pride that yo someone like envy learned the game and was bringing it back to everybody out there that needed to get to hear it and you know what i mean so to see that and and, and even knowing that like i think caesar's an ex-con you know what i'm saying and, and hearing his story and you know i believe he wrote a book he lost mad weight so to see like somebody come from that and and be like all right man they turn their life around to see that they still doing the same old bullshit and taking advantage of the community when you thought that they was actually helping people out that's that hurts my heart and i think if mv's heart was in the right place he feels the same way so we'll see how justice plays out on that one man have you heard you know this it's this ain't a, a podcast unless we're talking about taylor swift and travis kelsey right a shout out to you know tay tay she's been staying consistent showing up to them games though i'll give her that i thought it was a one and done people were saying she just showed up to the jets game so when you google search her name <laughs> it won't come up under the, the how much she's using her private jet. It'll come up, you know, Taylor Swift at a New York Jets game. Um, but she seems really consistent. But um, something that came out was that the NFL decided to give Taylor Swift a couple of uh, movie commercials. You know, she got that new movie coming out about the Eras tour. She, you know what I'm saying? She's making billions of dollars out here and she's dropping a movie to commemorate the entire thing. About to make another billy probably off of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> the NFL asked... NBC, ESPN, Fox, and CBS to show promos for her upcoming movie, Taylor Swift, The Heiress Tour, for free. Yeah. Even though Taylor did pay, you know what I'm saying, NBC to play the commercial during Sunday Night Football, they threw her a couple couple extra spots for the low-low. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? For the free 99. I don't get it. You know what I mean? Um, the NFL ain't never do that before. But then again, Taylor Swift is on another level that no one's ever been before. You know what I mean? So, is it dick riding? Absolutely. Is it weird? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm sure NFL advertising isn't free. Is it uh, cheap? But it's Taylor Swift, you know what I mean? You got to let Tay-Tay live, you know what I'm saying? And and they would rather be in the Tay-Tay business. They'd rather be in the T-Swift business than be on the outside of it. And um, so it looks like ESPN and NBC agreed to, you know, air those commercials. Fox and CBS was like, nah, we ain't giving away no free commercials. Um, ESPN played the free Swift promos uh, during Sunday Night Countdown and Monday Night Football. NBC played the ad on uh, Football Night in America. And before the Jets Chief game in uh which Swift attended. And uh and then another commercial, like I said, that Taylor did pay for a play during that same game. So they was doing it big. <laughs> they was doing it big. Uh the NFL has declined uh to comment on this, you know, when the New York Post asked them what was going on there. Um it's just gonna be interesting to see. You know what I mean? It's gonna be something to really see how this goes, cause I feel like if Taylor shows up to the Super Bowl, you know what I mean, is she the biggest musical act there? You know what I mean? Is Usher still is Usher gonna get outshined? <laughs> you know what I mean? We like to see it, but but they are definitely in the Taylor Swift business. You know what I mean? To the point, like I, I said on a previous episode, Travis Kelsey said they was overdoing it a little bit. You know what I mean? They was showing her in the box a little bit too much. It was getting weird. Um, I, I noticed they calmed down a little bit because I seen. I think the Chiefs game was this past Thursday, and they did show her, but it wasn't OD. You know what I mean? It was uh. They, they, they definitely been calming it down a little bit because uh, I guess they, they maybe they seen the backlash on Twitter or, or X or, you know what I mean, everything that's out there. So they know what it is. But since we're talking money, man, let's, let's, let's keep talking money, man. Let's talk about my man Aaron Rodgers. It came out that when he's on, uh, uh, shout out to the GOAT, Pat McAfee. When he's on the Pat McAfee show, you know what I mean, he, since before they even blew up, you know what I mean, Pat McAfee was showing them love financially. But... Now this on ESPN, they're saying that he might have made seven figures for his appearance throughout the year on Pat McAfee's show. You know what I'm saying? Over a million dollars uh, to be coming in weekly and doing, you know, just a segment. Uh, which Shout out to just everybody. <laughs> shout out to Aaron Rodgers' worth, you know what I'm saying? A million dollars a year just to come in and talk for a few minutes. Shout out to Pat McAfee. Showing that type of love because he got the bag and he's spreading the love all around. You know what I mean? And he was saying that Aaron Rodgers being on his podcast helped the podcast blow up so much that he's like, he worth much more than that. You know what I'm saying? We'd have been through much more than that. Like he felt like the reporter who put this out was trying to be funny and trying to make it seem like it was some corny, you know what I'm saying, stuff. But he's like, I did this to show love to Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? I did this to show show him everything. He called Andrew, Andrew Marchand a rat. Um, he said he tried to paint this in a way that makes me look like a bad person. Basically saying that every single Tuesday when Aaron Rodgers become on there, it was known, became known as Aaron Rodgers Tuesday, and it became about half a million people watching live. It became the biggest show on earth. So, you know, he started, you know, he gave Aaron Rodgers like a half a million dollar check as a bonus one year, and uh, as as the money went up, you know, he increased a little money. <laughs> so he's up to a million. So shout out to Aaron Rodgers, a million a year plus you know what I'm saying, for being on the Pat McAfee show. And Pat McAfee said it's over a million. You know what I mean? He's like, he's he's definitely getting over a million. So I believe the quote was, uh, Aaron has made over a million dollars with us uh, for sure. 
that's love though. I appreciate. I like that. You know what I'm saying? They help you. Your homie help you out. Your homie come on your show. Your homie spend give some time using his his platform to come to your platform. Show that love right back. You know what I mean? Have you heard Mia Khalifa has lost her podcast and Playboy deal because of comments that she made about the Israel Hamas war? Mia Khalifa, uh, you know, tweeted some some things about the the conflict going on over there in the Middle East. Uh, now, this is something that a lot of people have jumped on and, you know, have gotten slayed. I've seen Kylie Jenner jump on some comments and took it, take her comments down. LeBron James recently dropped a comment about it, and I've seen, you know, the the, the, the comments on that tweet just go crazy. It's, uh, it's, it's a weird thing, you know what I mean, because people will get mad at you if you say something about one side. People will get upset if you say something about the other side. People will be upset at you if you say nothing. So it's, it's a really challenging situation. Uh, Mia Khalifa does have a dog in the fight, um, because of where she's from, uh, Lebanon. Um, she's, you know, has ties to that part of the world. And I can see, you know, why she would feel this way. Now the thing that's makes it weird. And I believe why she was dropped because her comments were almost like celebrating what happened. And, celebrating war is is just weird to me no matter what side you fall on no matter what you're rooting for rooting on war cheering on war that's that's just not knowing the full extent of war and 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 the collateral damage that it comes with comments that khalifa made uh were if you can look at the situation in palestine and not be on the side of the palestinians and you're on the wrong side of apartheid and history will show that in time uh she's looked at a picture and called it uh a renaissance painting a picture of Hamas militants that she referred to as freedom fighters and, uh, you know, in a pickup truck, she referred to it as a Renaissance painting. And I think the one that really got her in trouble was uh, when she said, can someone please tell the freedom fighters in Palestine to flip their phones and film horizontal. Um, also, she responded to Kylie Jenner's uh, post that was deleted. Uh, if true journalism exists, the next person to talk to Kylie Jenner will ask for her opinion on geopolitical tensions in the Middle East and not break eye contact until she can string one coherent sentence together since she wants to take a stance to her 400 million followers so badly. Um, yeah, you know, Mia Khalifa is passionate about this. Um, and a lot of people are, you know I mean? I've, I've, I've seen people on both sides, uh, getting, getting trouble, you know what I'm saying? Or so to speak, or, or, you know, risk cancellation, you know what I mean? To, to talk about it. I've seen people, I've seen a rally in New York City where people were celebrating, you know, one side of it. I've seen peace rallies. I've seen, I've seen support rallies. And and there's no right or wrong. This is war. This is people dying. This is, this is something that, you know, you just want to end as, as quickly as possible. And, and, and it's not as simple as, hey, guys, just stop. Or, hey, let that go. Hey, maybe don't take that so personal. Maybe don't feel like you have to make a point because this has been going on way before my lifetime and and you know what i mean I, I i can't come up with a solution just as many before me haven't been able to come up with a solution um so it sucks um and 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 i, I think it also sucks that speaking out about it will get you punished depending on how you what you view as punishment like you might lose fans you might lose followers you might in this case mia khalifa lost a um opportunity she had now would she have lost that same opportunity if she just showed support and maybe in a different way? Yeah, but this it, that's not freedom of speech, right? That's not being able to allow to speak, say what you want to say. Um, but I also see the side of it that feels like, yo, we can't really put, this is a business and we can't put our money behind somebody supporting something that we don't agree with as the business. Um, is it fair? 
Uh, probably not. You know what I mean? I, I didn't think it was fair when Donald Trump got taken off of social media because I think, you know, just you set a dangerous precedent to censor someone because you don't agree with necessarily their views. Um, this is a tricky situation, and I don't think Mia Khalifa is going to be the only one to lose opportunities and things over this. Um, I think do I, th I also think there's people talking about this that have no idea what's really going on, me included. I'm not educated enough to really speak on the conflict over there, uh, and that's why I'm kind of going to stay away from it, you know what I mean? But but this is something to pay attention to, like who is being censored and who is getting their opportunities taken away because of where they decide to put their loyalty because I think that uh, it's something that could cause a really dangerous precedent and, and over here at Perfect Talk Podcast, I got to point out injustices on any side. Um, so we'll see what happens, you know what I mean? Uh, and definitely thoughts and prayers of everybody that is dealing with the conflict over there. Um, gonna keep it moving, man. Yo, that's another episode in the book, y'all. your guy, DJ Playboy. You can find me on X. At DJ Playboy. You can find me on Instagram at PlickaPZPLICCAPEEZY. Go check out my website, www.perfecttalkpodcast.com. Every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever your podcasts are available. And make sure you check us out on YouTube. Make sure you uh, like, make sure you comment, make sure you subscribe, get the notifications every time we drop because we be dropping them. You know what I'm saying? Like they slippery, baby. Uh, we up out of here, but spread love. It's the Brooklyn Way. It's your man, DJ Playboy. We just going to keep doing the damn thing. Peace.